My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Hello everyone and welcome to In My Mug, episode 449. Feels like the end of an era as after this week we're going to be having a very very different format. 450 I recorded a few weeks ago and is ready to go next week and we tried the format and a few of you guys saw it because I emailed some of our regular viewers and said give some feedback. 451 is going to be a little different but everything's going to be a little bit different from now going forward but hopefully just as enjoyable. Um, so this week I've been in Budapest, so the week before I was in Ethiopia, flew back for a couple of days then went to Budapest for the SCAE, well it's SCA now, Specialty Coffee Association European kind of world of coffee event which has been lots of fun um, and I was meant to record this while I was there but didn't find anywhere that I could brew the coffee that I could actually do it so currently in Sweden before coming home uh, back to England uh, on Sunday so um, yeah it's all So we should talk about this week's coffee. So this week's coffee comes from uh, Costa Rica. Our Costa Rica container has arrived, as you may guess here. Um, so this is just off the boat. Um, and it's a coffee that I'm, I, I, I really enjoy having. And I love the backstory and I love the personality behind it. Um, but I should talk a little bit about the farm first. So it's in Western Valley. Uh, and in Western Valley, we only buy two coffees. Um, and this is one of the two. Um, mostly we buy Central Valley and Tarazoo. Um, it just the taste profile I prefer, um, but this is one of the best Western Valleys uh, I've, I've ever I've ever tasted. So it it's just something that we've worked with since two thousand and nine, um, and I, I want to continue working with. Um, the farm itself is uh, located next to the guy who owns its house, and hence the La Casa. So it's Finca La Casa, which means basically the farm at home, um, and it surrounds the uh, perimeter of the houses. Um, in fact, if we go and look at the map bit now, you'll actually see how close it is to the town and like how really urbanised it is around there. And then we come, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Gilio. So welcome to this week's map bit, uh, where we're going to be going across the Atlantic Ocean and going to the continent of Central America. Um, a lot of coffees we buy come from Central America. A lot of coffees we buy come from Costa Rica, which we're zooming down into here. Um, so yes, Costa Rica has no army. They abolished it after the Civil War in 1948. So they save a heck of a lot of money not paying for um, army and wars and stuff like that, which I think is a very good thing. Um, here we're going to Cesaro. Cesaro is uh, Western Valley, as we've talked about, and um, very, very good detail. The town just to the right there is Cesaro, and these are the drying patios from uh, Gilio's farm. And uh, here's some seedlings that he planted uh, when we were there last, and uh, some drying beds that he has. And uh, you see his jeep in the background there. Um, this is his house and workshop. 
Um, his house is just to the back of it. Um, has a lot of stuff in there. But there's the town of Cicero. So you can see it really is um, very, very close to civilization. Um, and the farm is his garden, which I think is, is pretty awesome. Um, you can see there, it's the only farm we're buying from the Western Valley. Those across there are Central Valley. Um, the highest point is Cerro Sapero at 3,810 metres. The lowest point, of course, is the Pacific Ocean, um, which is, yeah, that's as sea level as you get. Um, but yeah, you can just see in the background there, Angelina, that's also Central Valley. And that was the map bit. So Gilio is... Um what I would like to call a character. So before 40, if you're a bit odd and strange, you're a bit odd and strange. And then when you get to 40, you suddenly become a character. Um, and he's definitely a character. He is in his 70s, he works the farm every day still. He's still heavily involved in all of the production. Uh, very, very hard working guy. The first time I met him, I've told this story a few times, but um, uh, he came up to me and tapped me on my belly and just said, uh, you enjoy life, um, you know, I was like, oh, thanks. Uh, at the time I was trying to lose weight as well, so it wasn't particularly good for my confidence. But got talking to him and super, super interesting guy, speaks the best English, which for that kind of area is unusual. Um, you know, you tend to find, uh, you know, there's no need to speak other languages, but Gilio has lived an interesting and varied life. Um, and the thing I loved most about him was, he, was his Jeep. He has this beautiful old Jeep um, from the 60s and inside the engine was Dorman Engines which is uh, a company that used to be based in Stafford. He's still there, he's you now part of the Caterpillar group but like this engine had been made in Stafford and was suddenly in Costa Rica and then some idiot from Stafford was there looking at it. Um, so it was a, a, a really cool, uh, cool link. Um, let's go look at the facts file and then we'll talk about this delicious coffee that I'm drinking. So the coffee fact file. Um, here we have the uh, Costa Rica. Uh, we're going to zoom down into it here. So Costa Rica, uh, of course in Central America. Um, has 93,000 hectares devoted to coffee. Fairly impressive number. And it's the 13th biggest coffee producer in the world, uh, which is a surprise because there's a lot of coffee and it's 1.8 million bags, which is about 108,000 metric tons. Most common varietals, Katura, Mundanovu, and Katayi. And uh, we have uh, the grown, between 1,000 1, and 1,700 meters above sea level. Very good altitude for Arabica coffee. Uh, we have 18 farms we're working with in Costa Rica. Every time these figures come up, it amazes me how much we do. So let's talk about the coffee. Um, yeah, I mean, just masses and masses of sweetness. It is super, super sweet. I want you to think sugar, with some more sugar, with a little bit of toffee. Um, the mid palette is a little bit floral. I kind of want you to think jasmine, um, but it's creamy at the same time. And the descriptor that came to my mind last year and has done exactly the same again this year is creme brulee. So I think like creamy, 
with sugar, a little bit of caramelization going on in there as well, and a thick mouth feel. It's very thick and gloopy. It's a delicious coffee. It really is cool. Um, every year with Gilio, I'm concerned that the yields are dropping and we get less and less coffee. Um, but every year it seems to get a little bit better for me. Um, so it, it is a fantastic coffee. Uh, I haven't got it on espresso because I haven't got enough with me and I'm traveling. Um, but before we do go, let's hear for the very, very last time, Roland's daft fact of the week. Zarcero has a population of 4,277 and was granted the title of city by law in July 24th, 1918. Roland, my friend, I'm going to miss your facts. I'm sure at some point in the future they will be back for guest visits. Um, but yeah, I really, really hope um, you've enjoyed the last 449. I really hope that you enjoy the next one. Um, I'm so grateful for you joining me as always. Thank you for watching, stroke listening. I know some of you listen on the audio uh, podcast. And one thing that will never change, life is still too short for bad coffee. Thank you.